Hello and God bless you today from Carlsbad, New Mexico. You are listening to a broadcast of New Song Christian Fellowship. We hope you enjoy the message today, and we'd love to hear from you. If anything in this message has touched you, you have a prayer request, or just want to reach out, you can connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash New Song Carlsbad NM. You can also mail us at Post Office Box 761, Carlsbad, New Mexico, zip code 88221. Please enjoy this message and have a very blessed day. I don't know if you know this, but we just about lost him, too. You want to say anything? Uh, what? You want to say anything? <laughs> I thank you for praying with me for my recoveries. And I thank God for giving me a second chance in life. You know, I really, I thought I will die during that time. Ah. Uh, it really feels very hard and very painful that you'd rather die. But thank God, I hold on and I came to God and he gave me the courage. And I asked for a second chance in life. Actually, that time, I asked the nurse to give me a, um, a piece of paper so I could do my last will and testament. Yes, but the next day the doctor said, no, you're, we're, we're in the right track. Uh, you don't have medical issues. You don't have medical problems. And wi- with the labs taken every day, uh, it shows good, uh, good result. No? So she said, um, think positive. Uh, said, you've taken good care of yourself. You're in good health. We're just, um, uh, we're giving you the antibiotics, and we are on the right track. And the x-ray showed uh, 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 there is improvement in the x-ray. So he said, just hang on, hold me to God. And just... uh, just think positive that I will recover. And that's it. And it's only God and your prayers that kept me alive. Thank you very much. Father, we just lift up Eric, and I ask you, Lord, to totally and completely complete the healing in his body, his mind, his spirit, and his soul. Lord, we love him. We need him. And I thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Margie, you want to come say something? When I say we almost lost him, I'm not kidding. We almost lost this lady right here to the virus. You know, God's been good to us. Amen? Yes, God's been good to us. I laid there, and the doctor came in. He said, you need to stop worrying about everybody else that is sick. Just pray for them. And I said, yes, because my church family is with me. I'm not alone, and I know there's a lot of people here that are alone. They have nobody, 
to go to, but I felt your presence and your prayers, and that's what brought me through. And I didn't give up because I know God has a purpose for each and every one of us. And I just kept praying and, you know, sending everybody their blessing. I was in Loveless, and they sent me to Albuquerque. So, But praise God, and everybody was so good, all good tests. I still have to catch my breath and relax. He says it's going to be a while before I take out, out, get all my energy back and my breathing because it was pretty bad. My sugars were down. My blood count was down. I couldn't get no oxygen, and it was just and the cough and throwing up and diarrhea. I just it just like everything hit me. I just said, "Okay, Lord, I'm in your hands, and just keep all those that are going through, or you know, make it light for them and keep them under your wings." And thank you all for your prayers because I felt your presence there. <laughs> thank you. And guess who else is in Loveless is Michael. Uh, she's up there by herself. She has nobody, and uh, we need to just continue to lift her up every day. Lord, we thank you for Margie and the miracle you did in her life. I thank you, Lord, that she's well on the way to recovery, and we are adding our, the strength of our prayers to hers, that she is healed from top to bottom. And Satan is bound, every evil spirit is bound, and Father's strength is coming back into her right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Anyone else want to share something? Pam, you want to share something? No? How about you, Sandy? Sandy's been very sick, too, but God is he's bringing her strength. That's his job. Uh, one of the things that happened in all the stuff, we laugh and say this is the 2020 that I didn't have October because it was, like, gone. But... God did some amazing things in the midst of breathing treatments and all the garbage that went with that. God just spoke to me and showed me things, and, and I am changed. And I really can't put my finger on exactly what, but I'm changed. And I believe that God is calling all of us to a deeper dependence on him and a deeper trust on him than we've ever had. Because he brought us through this. And I've talked to several women who were at the conference. And uh, one of them in particular, uh, Mary Flat. I kept going, Mary, you need to come, you need to come. I'll pay for you to go, whatever. I just really harassed her to come. And so when she got sick, I just I texted her and I said, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I pushed you so hard and you ended up sick. And she said... It was worth it. If I had it to do again, I'd do it again because God did a work in her. And I talked to someone else who gave a very similar, it was worth it. God moved. And what the enemy meant for evil, what he meant for destruction, guess what? Surprise. It didn't work that way. Thank you. Wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Father, I thank you for this lady. She's such a powerful woman of God. She loves you. She's such a blessing to me personally and my wife and our church. And I just ask you, Lord, to totally heal her, top to bottom, restore her strength and her joy. Father, we thank you for hearing it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Sandy. Anybody else? All right. Uh, 
Debbie and Charles had COVID. Uh, they were very sick. Charles got sicker than I did. But the, I was pretty sick, but the Lord gave me the strength to be able to take care of Charles, to take care of our house, and to take care of our two little cats. And if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have been able to do that because we were down for a while. So I just praise God we got over it and we're on back on mend. Charles still needs prayer. He does sometimes lose his breath and he can't catch it. But there was a while there I thought I was going to have to put him in the hospital. It's how bad sick he got. Thank you for your prayers. We appreciate your prayers and the meal so much. Thank you. Father, we lift up Debbie and Charles. Thank you, Lord, for saving them. They have a purpose and a plan. You have a plan for them. Yes. Lord, just heal their bodies now. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Jean, you want to come up here? You know, would you rather I came back there? Okay. Jean also had the virus, and she's on a walker. Yes, I was, I had a light case of the virus, and I had the dizziness, and from the dizziness, I went to, to see a friend of mine, and then I couldn't get out of her house, I couldn't get down the stairs, I couldn't go down the ramp, and so Michelle came and got me and took me home, and I can get around my house, but to get outside or to get into wide spaces, it panics me. I can't move once I get in there. I feel like I'm falling. And so I went to see Susie, and she put me on this walker. And it helps. It has really helped. But I thank you for the meals, and I thank you for your prayers. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we lift up Jean to you and ask you to complete her healing. Thank you for those in our church that uh, brought her food and, and ministered to her. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Anyone else? Yes? We didn't have the COVID, but I know a lot of you have been praying for us to find a place, and we, found the, we finally found an apartment at the River Oaks Apartments. I called a lady on a Sunday. We all moved in on a Thursday. And I want to thank all of you that, that gave me my stuff at all. They gave me mice up at the house, and we left with nothing. We left anything behind because there was mice there and everything. We left anything behind except for the stuff they didn't have was in, wasn't had stuff in it. And I want to thank everybody. It's been so nice to us. Everybody here is so awesome. It's the best church I ever went to. Thank you. Father, bless her. Complete her healing, her family. Lord, thank you. Thank you for showing us how much you love us every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Anyone else want to share? Anyone else? God and I have this relationship. When he doesn't think I'm listening, he'll put me flat down on my back. So for seven to nine days, I laid in bed. I said, we done talking yet? And he said, no. And so I, I couldn't type because I couldn't see the computer. But I prayed. 
I had so many people who prayed for me, and I am so thankful. I did not have the COVID. I wound up with a respiratory infection. I think the COVID might have been easier. But people do not know when you think you're by yourself, there's, God will always supply someone for your needs, even if it's a pushy husband. But I feel wonderful, John. On the last day I took the medicine, I thought, oh, gosh, this don't, I don't want to do this again. Got up Saturday, and I've been on the run since. I don't feel bad. And if I cough, I am sorry, I have an esophagus problem. And, but it's not contagious. And so I just pray for every one of you. And thank you all so much. May the Lord bless you with total healing, top to bottom. The Lord restore her strength and her joy. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Anyone else? Lynn, just a minute. You want to say something? I give um, honor and glory to Jesus. Um, so I, I got sick two weeks ago Sunday morning. Um, I thought I had appendicitis or something, you know, like, ooh. And anyway, it was only by the grace of God that they figured out that I was hemorrhaging. It wasn't appendicitis at all. And so anyway, um, Dr. Sigman went in. He cauterized and tied off blood vessels and all that kind of good thing. Um, and so I have a, have a little excision. <laughs> but um, they also did a COVID test that was positive. And I said, nope. I haven't been sick. I'm not sick. I have no symptoms. Um, they tested Bob. He was negative. But, you know, can't fight City Hall. So anyway, um, I'm better and better and better, praise God. So anyway, they found something that was totally crazy. They had no reason why I'm he I was hemorrhaging, no reason at all. None. But anyway, it was found. It was fixed. And I praise God for that. So we're, we're healing. Amen. We pray for you from top to bottom that God will heal you totally. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name. Yeah, Debbie didn't mention that my mom was having a... Uh, family over and we were visiting and we were visiting and not one of them has come down with COVID. God protected them. All right. Anyone else? You know, <coughs> I guess it was just a few days, three or four days after the ladies retreat <coughs> and uh, <coughs> I started getting some kind of symptoms uh, but I was Superman, you know, and I came in and told Liz, and, but don't worry, because I'm Superman, and I'm, I'm going to be okay. Well, <clears throat> about three days later, uh, I was looking for my mommy. 
which is Liz also. Uh, where's my mommy? Problem was, she was exhibiting symptoms worse than mine. So all three of us, John Wesley, myself, Liz, we got in the car. We went, uh, the doctor called in uh, at a place right across the front of the hospital there, and we got COVID tested, and uh, all of us were positive. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't. I didn't have any of the real severe symptoms that some of these people have had. Uh, kind of kicked me uh, where, where I didn't have much strength, you know, that kind of thing. Was tired all the time. But uh, I thank God, uh, John Wesley and I just stayed home, but uh, several days went by and Liz was just getting sicker and sicker. And it was affecting her breathing. and. Uh, and I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was being stupid, I guess. But, you know, she told me several times, I just can't take this anymore. Duh. But about 4 o'clock one morning, uh, she went to the restroom, came back, and I, I said, how are you? She said, I, I really can't take this anymore. I said, well, get dressed. I'm taking you to the hospital. So the three of us went to the hospital. Uh, you know, it's a sad thing when you get this virus because w we were in there together. Uh, we told them that we're... Uh, we, at that point, we had not gotten the test results back on the COVID test, but we were pretty sure we had it. And the, our doctor made John and I both get uh, x-ray, chest x-rays, and based on that, he was pretty sure we had it. So when I told them that, they finally took Liz back in the back, and they said, you can't go back there, you know, because you're not sure you have it. We're sure she's got it. Uh, I didn't see my wife for seven days. Now, thank God she had her telephone, and we, we talked by phone several times every day. Uh, she encouraged me, I'm sure, more than I encouraged her. They were giving her breathing treatments. They gave her the same drug that they gave President uh, Trump. Remember, that cured him overnight, seemed like. Well, she had that drug inter intravenously uh, in fed into her body for seven days. She was sick. And, uh, but I want to thank you for your prayers. And a lot of you called her and encouraged her. There were days I'm sure she wanted to give up. But uh, what was interesting, you know, they ran out of beds really in the hospital. And so uh, she was in room 202 and they brought another bed up there in that room. And she had some of the sweetest, a couple of sweetest ladies. One of them was 94 or 95 years old and uh, loved the Lord, and they talked, and they prayed together. That helped. And, uh, and then uh, she started, her, her uh, oxygen level started rising a little bit, and uh, they came in and told her that she could go home. So, uh, Linda, you went and got her, didn't you? Thank God for you. That's all I can tell you. Uh, not only you, but Pam. There's several of you that literally made the difference and I want to thank thank you all of you that that prayed that helped and uh, it, you were a blessing you really were uh, Liz will be probably in quarantine for another five or six days so you won't see much of her around here until then but hopefully by next Sunday we can have her uh, back in uh, in church. 
I've never really seen anything quite like this. I've, I've seen flu outbreaks and I've seen things, uh, but this, this is a very serious thing. You know, the last time we had a pandemic of this size was in 1917, 1918 with the Spanish flu. Most scholars who've studied that believe that as many as 80 million people around the world died from the flu, 80 million. Of course, that was before we had antibiotics and the things that we have now. <clears throat> but suddenly, you know, the church was doing well. Everything's going good. We, we got money in the bank. We're, we're ministering to lots of people. And then on last January, February, March, bam, here this thing comes. Now, Carlsbad is, like I said earlier, in the middle of nowhere. We weren't really worried about it, were we? Because we're out. Nobody lives here hardly. No big deal. Well, it's a big deal now. So, uh, again, I, I'm not walking in fear. I just want you to walk in wisdom. You know, when you uh, go to a store, put your mask on. And, and here's the way that God broke me of, of, a, of a bad habit. He told me, John, when you put that mask on, you are carrying, you're carrying more for other people than you are yourself. I, I didn't really realize that. When I wear that mask, just like it was several days before I knew I was positive. It, it might have been five or six days that I was infected before I even knew it. Now, had I, had I not worn that mask practically everywhere I went, how many people would, have I, would I have infected? And so I just encourage you to use wisdom and uh, let's kick this thing in the rear end and let's come out of this uh, with, with great victory for the Lord. I want to remind you also that Jesus is coming. I, I don't know when he's coming. No one does. Even Jesus didn't know. But he is coming. And uh, what a glorious day that will be. Now, we have work to do. I, I believe God's going to strengthen this church. He's going to strengthen our immune systems. I'm, that's what I'm asking of him that he's going to bring uh, a lot of people back. Uh, we have a few people that are that are staying out because they're afraid, quite frankly. They're afraid. Uh, one guy told me his wife was afraid that she'd get it and give it to her kids, and they'd give it to her grand their grandkids, and she didn't want to take the chance. So, I mean, that's uh, that was their choice. But uh, we can do this. We can have church, and we can do it safely. But, but we're going to have to work together. Margie can tell you she had one of the worst cases uh, in the church, and uh, we're just glad you're okay, because you are, yeah, and uh, when's the last time you saw Michael? Yeah. Did she know who you were? She didn't. Somebody's having a concert over there. Anyway, anybody else want to share anything? I'm sorry?
Yeah. And it was, it was predicted in Matthew 24. Jesus said in the last days there, there will be pestilence. That's what this is. And, and so we shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I see uh, yesterday on the internet, they showed a group of people that had gathered in a room, they were Christians, and they were praying, and, and as he, the guy talked, it became apparent wh what they were praying about. They were praying because they are, were in literal shock that Biden had seemingly won the election, and I, like I told you, there were a lot of prophetic things going around that, uh, from lots of uh, very renowned, famous charismatic Christians saying uh, he's going to be reelected, blah, blah, blah. And he might still. Uh, well, let's, let's hope so. But, uh, you know, I hope he does. But as I shared with, the, with you guys a while ago, uh, can you imagine what would happen if this all turned around and the uh, authorities came out and said, well, actually, President uh, Trump has won the election. Now, there were 78 million people that voted for Biden, the largest vote tally for any presidential candidate in history. And a lot of them were in the streets of New York, and they were dancing. Now, I'm asking you, what do you think is going to happen if some judge comes up and turns that all around? Uh, are we going to get closer or further away? In our country, let's be honest, we've got to pray and ask God to join us together because I'm telling you, as time goes on now, things are going to get more and more strange. There's, there's the Antichrist. I believe that whoever that is is alive as we speak, and I believe he's ready to take over possibly a certain area in Europe, and uh, I think you're going to see some really strange hap uh, happenings around the world, volcanoes, uh, earthquakes, uh, and they're already on the increase. So... We want to love each other, and we want to draw together as a church, and we want to remember that God's called us to Carlsbad. Lots of people in Carlsbad that don't know the Lord, you wouldn't think so. Did you know there's 65 churches in this town, in this little town? And yet, uh, a lot of the people that live here are not saved. They don't know the Lord. That's where you and I come in. We've got to stand up and be brave, and we've got to minister to people. We've got to witness to people. We need to get people in church. We need to love on them and pat them on the back and, and pray with them and smile and get them to laugh again because times are not necessarily going to get better. They may get worse. But you know what? If you've got that real living God, you know, when I was talking to Benny a few minutes ago, there are things that happen and we don't understand. And when he was talking to me, I remember G, uh, God the Father. Now, now, think with me a minute. God the Father only had one child, a, a boy. That's what I got, one child, a boy. That's what Benny had, one, one child, a boy. Do you think for a minute that God didn't know what his son was being called to do? But he gave his only, the Bible says his only begotten son and there was a plan in it and a purpose in it we may not even now we don't know 
the whole extent of what Jesus did, but he did some miraculous things, even beyond salvation. He, he healed people, brought them back from the dead. And God did that for us. Do I know why it had to happen that way? No, I don't. I wish there was an answer that, that I could give you. But I can tell you this. Everybody look at me. God loves you. He is deliriously in love with you. If you, if you think for one minute that God doesn't love you, then my only question to you is why then would he give his only son to die for you on the cross? And, I, and when, right after I got saved, a, a man that I respected a lot, been a Christian a long time, I'd just been saved recently, and he came and patted me on the back, and he, I don't know why, he just had to tell me this. He said, John, if you'd have been the only person who ever lived, Jesus would have died for you. Wow. It brought it all into retrospect. I, I suddenly began to under, understand that this God that we serve, this God that we worship, loves us far more than we love him. And let me tell you something. Right now as we speak, he has gone to prepare a place for you. He said, so that where I am, you may be also. It's a city. It's called the New Jerusalem. And God's going to bring it down out of the heavens, and I think he's going to plant it on a, on a, a brand new planet. Maybe uh, Earth, he's going to destroy the Earth, but he's preparing another planet, probably. And this city is going to fly down and land right on that planet. We're going to live there together, all of us. There won't be any night there, because God is the light thereof. Amen? Man, you talk about... Uh, walking every day in love and joy and peace and contentment. That's what, that's what your eternal life is going to be about. It's not going to be about sitting around on a cloud, you know, playing a ukulele every day. No, no, no. It's going to be far more interesting than that, a lot more fun than that. I believe God's going to come to all of you and give you special assignments to do certain things for him. And I think you're going to be blessed really blessed. Now, does anybody else want to share anything today before we close? Yes. He's very important to fighting winds. We pray for him. You hear what he said? If fighting winds, we need to pray for him. He's right. You know, listen to me a minute. I don't want to see happen to Biden what happened to Trump. For, for four years after he was elected, every day they tried to kill him. And I, I, if you voted for Biden, I'm sorry, but that, what I just told you is the truth. They wouldn't cut the guy a break. They wouldn't work with him. Everything he did was wrong. They've made up this whole story about Russia, which has now been proven to be a, an absolute uh, a lie. And, and they tried to kill him just day after day after day. And I don't know how he stood it. We can't do that to Biden if he's elected. We got to pray for that guy. Whether we want to or not, we got to pray for him. Yes. Voting is very important. So, uh, it may not be over. 
uh, and I was watching the internet yesterday and some of these same guys that I told you about that were prophesying are still prophesying. He is going to win. Now, we don't know for sure, and, and if he doesn't, are they going to apologize? I don't know. But uh, I, I would, I'm kind of glad God doesn't use me in that specific area very often. But uh, anyway, I want the country to be healed. Yes. He has plans for you, Margie. That's why you're still here. Now you're probably, you probably wanted to go to heaven, didn't you? Well, you can't go yet. Not yet. That's right. Anybody else have anything you want to say? Kathy, I love you. Yeah, you're special. This is Kathy Gregory, if you don't know her. She's a real blessing, and she has the gift of, of uh, hospitality. Did you know that? Sort of. You're giving yourself to help others and help them feel good, and that's what you got. You make me feel better. Let's pray. I'm going to let you go. And uh, Charles, I need you to go upstairs. I'm sorry, but let me finish. Father, thank you. This is a different kind of service today, but Lord, we're some of us are hurting. Some of us have been healed, but we're still kind of. Some of us are confused. We're we're wondering about what's going on, Lord been some strange, strange things that have happened in our country in the last four years, almost beyond belief. Father, I'm asking for your peace that passes all understanding to come and be inside of us so we can feel your love, your, your joy again. And Lord, we do pray for President Trump. We pray for uh, President-elect Biden. And Father, we ask that your will will be done. If it's your will that President Trump serve an, uh, serves another uh, four years, then that'll happen. If that's not your will, then it won't happen. But we're going to be satisfied and at peace no matter what happens. And once again, Lord, I pray for our church. Thank you, Lord, that we were able to uh, open it again. And we're going to be here every Sunday and every Tuesday night from now on. Thank you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, and don't forget what I told you. We fumigated this church now. And I mean, they literally brought a fog machine in here, the springtime cleaning, and they did it professionally. So I want you to feel better about your church, your building. It's been fumigated. It should be just fine. Amen? God bless you. Have a great day.
This has been a broadcast of New Song Christian Fellowship. Thank you for joining us today. If you wish to partner with us and support this ministry, you can give online at newsongcarlsbad.churchcenter.com forward slash giving. Your gift is tax deductible. Please share this broadcast with your friends and neighbors and help us spread the good news of Jesus Christ all across the globe. May the Lord richly bless you.